the good of the novel. I, I think I got into this whole panel and the book and everything because I misheard Ray when he first told me about uh, the project. I, I thought he, he, he was saying, can you write a book, uh, can you write for a book which is going to be entitled, um, I don't know, something along the lines of what good is the novel? Is the novel any good? Or, uh, or some, something slightly, you know, um, something that put a question mark on the novel. And, and I thought, yes, I have lots to say about that because I, I have disliked the novel as a form for a long time. Uh, and and um, you know, um, and there always has to be, you know, some people who are doing something that they don't like, and and you know, um, and then also, there also has to be a wrong person on on the panel, and and I, I am that uh, I'm that person. Uh, I I have I've kind of viewed uh, the novel as a practitioner uh, with with. Uh, discomfort and suspicion. And I've also viewed the, the, the cult of the novel and uh, the, the, the rhetoric around it uh, with suspicion. Um, and I'm not a convert to it. Um, and I'm, all, and, and this, this has caused lots of problems uh, uh, you know, in my psychological makeup because I would much rather you know, just, just go with the flow and uh, not be... Um, a votary of, of that kind of um, philosophy, uh, you know, the grass is green, greener on the other side, which of which I think Jeff Dyer is, is, a, is a great proponent. Um, uh, somebody who writes and uses the novel form while constantly berating the form. Um, I was drawn, I mean, uh, James has given me the, the license to bring in autobiography uh, and, and, and to, to say why I was drawn to this kind of uh, form in the first place because I always meant to be a poet. Um, Larkin says that you know I wanted to be a novelist. He puts B within quotation marks uh, and I ended up as a poet. Um, and I think I always wanted to be a poet uh, within quotation marks. I ended up as a novelist. Um, what what I was drawn to in, in the novel is something that I was also drawn to in poetry when I discovered what it was I liked, uh, or what I was drawn to in the literary. Um, one of the things was re-readability, and I'm, I'm wondering um, you know, whether you, uh, you can do that with novels. I suppose you can. So, uh, one of my first experiences of being drawn to a particular novel was reading a quotation from A House for Mr. Biswas in an essay by somebody else, probably Carl Miller. And I read that, and I read that particular paragraph again and again. Um, so I write about that in this essay as well. I mean, the, the belief that certain sentences and paragraphs were enough almost, and, and, and that there had to be a whole story and a novel around it was a bit of a nuisance. Uh, and, and whether one could dispense in some way uh, with, with the nuisance of, 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 of the, the, the structure. Uh, and, and do what then? I mean, that, that was the conundrum. Um, so for me as a writer of novels, it always felt like I was beginning anew with each paragraph or with, with each sentence. I think um, cr cricketers, some cricketers talk about, uh, you know, people like Tendulkar who make 
uh, hundreds and hundreds of runs. Uh, you know, it's the, the the next run is always you know an, a new run, yeah, and it's the same with the next sentence. I mean, the, it doesn't matter how much you've accumulated. It's it's a new sentence. It 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 is again. Um, it, it, it demands everything from you. And for me then, the novel became, the ideal novel became uh, a series of such fresh beginnings, uh, sentence to sentence, paragraph to paragraph. Um, I had heard, of course, that the novel had to do with plot and story and, and, and that problematic word character, which I've never figured out. Uh, you know what what this thing is this is so and so is a great character in a novel you haven't got the character right uh, you're strong on on this but you're strong on setting but you're not so good on character I mean, not necessarily something that was said to me it could well have been but but uh, um, I, I really wasn't going to novels for for character at all I was going to them for something else something that was spatial um, something that had to do with um, setting and what is pejoratively called background. So there are many pejorative words in the English language to describe things which we feel are kind of um, ancillary kind of uh, part, uh, parts of novels, almost necessary joints. So one, one is background or setting. Uh, and the faculty that deals with background, the gift which deals with background is description. Uh, description, again, is slightly pejorative when it comes to um, describing fiction. Uh, well, a lot of this is just description. Where is the stuff to do with story, psychology, and, and you know, character? Um, I, was, I was drawn to description. I was drawn to background. Uh, very early on, when I was co-judging a prize, uh, one of my co-judges damned uh, as, uh, Alan Hollinghurst, saying that he's good at setting, he's no good at characters. Uh, and and I, I was, I was kind of, I wanted a book with more setting than, than characters. Later on when I was reading uh, Susan Sontag writing about uh, Walter Benjamin in a, in a lovely essay called Under the Sign of Saturn, I discovered that this was a sign of the melancholic temperament. Uh, uh, she, she says that the melancholic temperament, taking off from what Benjamin says, Benjamin says, I was born under the sign of Saturn, the sign of impediments. That, that is, he, he, he finds he cannot move in a straight line. He moves in, in, in circles. He, his, his imagination, as Sontag points out, is spatial rather than linear. And uh, he is not good with me uh, with mechanical things, he, uh, Sontag re reveals he could not make himself a cup of coffee even, uh, you know, few few years uh, before he died. Bad at you know fixing things, um, but also strangely drawn to objects. The melancholic, she says, the person born under the sign of Saturn, is is drawn uh, more to objects than to than to human beings, and and this kind of uh, solved it for me uh, that there, there were certain kind of temperaments. Uh, that were more drawn um, to 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 uh, background, to objects, to things, um, and if you were drawn to these things, you would need to think of the whole idea of the story in a different way. Uh, how could you tell a story which was not about things happening, but <coughs> about about a space? How how do, how do you how do you begin and end a story? 
how do you make the narrative work when uh, something else called character or story is not doing the job for you? Um, and so, you know, with this kind of temperament, I found myself inhabiting and producing novel after novel, inhabiting the genre of the novel, and blithely producing one novel after another, uh, while always thinking to myself, I'm not doing many of the things I should be doing here in, in, with, with the novel form. Um, in the meanwhile, the novel itself was becoming more and more successful. I don't know what was happening to my career, but the novel's career was, uh, had taken off uh, through the 90s into the 2000s, especially after globalization. I think if, if one were to put a kind of historical date to it, globalization, uh, globalization brought in a peculiar rhetoric to do with plenty. Before that, people now and again talked about failure, fragments, unfinishedness. All these are very important kind of critical terms even to literary critics, writers, and philosophers uh, in, in the time of modernism. Uh, globalization suddenly brought in a rhetoric to do with plenty and plenitude and more and more. So uh, this, this kind of uh, rhetoric also uh, leaked into the world of books, publishing, and especially the novel, Booker Prize. Uh, people are reading more and more, we heard. So what? So what if people are reading more and more? I mean, it, it wasn't an absolute value just to read more and more. Um, and in uh, speaking from my own point of view, from my own cultural background, I was part of a, apparently part of a tradition, I Indian writing in English, which was producing uh, a, a kind of gigantic kind of novel. Uh, Indians were all about telling stories and then, th then this whole business of storytelling, human beings tell stories to each other, um, all became a part of this world of infinite communication and plenty into which now the novel had fallen, along with the Booker Prize and all of that, which was also exponential. And here I was uh, interested in the interruption, in the transformation that takes place during the interruption. So I think the, the debate is not so much about the novel. Yes, the novel can do things uniquely and peculiarly among them, uh, um, exp you know, elaborating on, a, on, on various relative views of the world, as I think Ray uh, writes about in his, in his introduction. I mean, I, I realized that when I was writing my new novel, The Immortals, that I could have somebody say things, uh, an adolescent, say things like to, to his teacher uh, to do with the urgency of art, the urgency of artistic creation, which I could never have said in real life, uh, have an adolescent say that, and yet not lose that urgency, that, that the novel allowed you to express something urgently and yet mock that urgency through character. And at the same time, there was this whole thing which I've always been haunted by, which is that the main achievement of literature lies in the interruption, in the transformation, during the interruption. Um, and so I think it's not the novel which is under attack or needs reinforcing. It's it's the literary. W what is the literary? It, it has had a very, very bad press over the last 30 years, as you know. 
Um, so, so I think that that's somehow related to um, the novel, and in what way, maybe we will find out. <laughs> <laughs>